Hello, and welcome to On a Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a Good Life Group, and Kelly Tanky, loan originator, NMLS 1599804 at Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of On a Mission Podcast. I'm Dina Frank. And I'm Kelly Tanky. And today is a good day. We are both in <laughs> Florida, but separately. Yes. So we're, we've both got tank tops on and enjoying the sunshine. Uh, yeah, it's a little windy over here in Fort Lauderdale. So, but it's it was, still nice. It's still nice. Yeah, it was it's really like here yesterday. A nice 70 degrees. And, um, you know, I was expecting, like, when I walked outside earlier to be like, ooh, chilly, but it's not at all. Not. Yeah. So I'll take it. I'll take it any day. <laughs> it's, it's acceptable. But today, we are going to start our neighborhood series. And we're just, you know, we thought it would be fun when we were planning out 2021, you know, to kind of dive deeper a little bit into the areas that we serve and particularly the Minneapolis, St. Paul and surrounding areas. And just kind of talk a little bit about each area, because I know for me, and I'm sure for you too, Kelly, like, you know, People, obviously, you know, location, location, location is always number one, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we can help kind of educate and empower people with some information about these different locations throughout the cities, um, you know, I've had a lot of clients who have started looking in one area and that they think that's where they want to live, but then they realize like, maybe that's not the best fit. And then it becomes a really quick learning curve to figure out where else is an option. So hopefully this helps with some of that. Totally. Do you want to kick us off, Dina? I sure will. So we are going to get kicked off on our neighborhood series with (laughs) Minneapolis. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) so which makes sense because really it is the largest city in minnesota um and it is the sister city to saint paul and you know really it's it's probably the most well-known city um in minnesota as well so when people think of minnesota it's either minneapolis or the twin cities something like that something along those lines so I thought it would be fun because I'm a nerd. Oh, shoot. And I just, <laughs> dang it, I closed my window. Hold, please. That's okay. While you pull that up, I'll just do a little run through for our listeners. So um, if you had an opportunity to tune into our last episode, um, we highlighted what we are going to be doing with the neighborhood series. And so our, our rundown of this is going to look like this. So <clears throat> 
we're going to first um, dive into the neighborhood statistics. And Dina's going to share that with us just in just a moment. And then we are going to share our top three favorite either restaurants, attractions, neighborhoods, or cities. And then to wrap it all up, we're going to highlight a small business in the area. And we're very excited about <clears throat> the small business. Um, it's kind of a, a hidden gem, if I might say so myself. Yeah. But yeah, so that is our little, um, our, our highlight or overview of what it'll look like moving forward for the neighborhood series. So, yes. all yes. right, we good to go. Good to We're go, good Dina? to go. We are good to go. Okay. So to start us off, I just kind of wanted to do a rundown of the data and then just talk a little bit about, you know, what makes Minneapolis unique. So in the month of February, the median price point on homes in the min- in Minneapolis, and this includes, well, we'll dig into it. Median price is 300,000. The average price was 355. Days on market in the city of Minneapolis is 18. So the types of homes that you'll find in Minneapolis, because I think this is a big reason why people end up going to different areas is because even though they think it's the right location, they may not have a style of home that they like. So you're going to find a lot of older homes, you know, craftsman style bungalows, two-story traditional homes, um, what they call a square home. So when you look at it, it's like a a perfect square. Um, And then of course, lots of condos and multifamily housing. Um, So I know like, you know, for me, I love historical homes. I think they just have so much charm and you can really see, especially if a home has been really well taken care of, like there's just something that feels comforting, you know? So Mm -hmm. if you really want one of those historical homes, Minneapolis is going to be a good place to look. Um, There are 11, what they consider 11 neighborhoods. And within those 11 neighborhoods, there's 87 communities So it really, you know, it really goes to show there's a ton of diversity in Minneapolis. There is a wide range of price points, square footage. You have a Mm -hmm. lot of options just depending on what you're looking for. And, you know, I, it's interesting. And let me pull this up here again. So, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in Minneapolis right now with, Totally. You know, it's hard to get around. It really is. It really is. And I don't want to, I don't want to just ignore it, but what I do want to say is, you know, having been, having done business in Minneapolis and, um, you know, I don't personally live in Minneapolis, but I help a lot of clients in Minneapolis. And I think the biggest thing for me is what, what they're saying on the news or maybe some of the headlines is just not what I see when I go to Minneapolis. Like, yes, there is damage. Yes, there is unrest. (laughs) Yes, there is. You can see the effects of what's happening, but at the same time, I think the people who live in these communities have really pulled together and it's a sense of, community support and you know they're potentially affecting a really large change throughout the country and they feel the weight of that like you can feel 
yeah the you know we're in this together like type of support um and you know show showing homes in in Minneapolis it's it's moving just as quickly as other places now because of COVID you know and we've talked about this before in other episodes that there is kind of an influx of people moving to the suburbs just in general because people want more space right (laughs) like they don't have to worry about a commute and so we are seeing some of that but there's also people who are moving back into the city so it's a pretty even exchange um and and we'll probably see you know as we dig into each of these areas in the cities we'll kind of start to see trends but I did just want to kind of call out (laughs) you know there is a large span of of, of homes and neighborhoods in Minneapolis. And so I just kind of wanted to break down. So our data shows in the, in 11 neighborhoods, the median sales price. So the lowest median sales price for a neighborhood is 215,000. And, and I'm not going to name the neighborhoods because I, I, I don't think that really does anything. It's just, it, I just want to show the kind of the, the diversity of. Sure. Sure. So the lowest um, median sales price in a neighborhood was 215000 and the highest was 412500 So you can see there is a large span between, you know, neighborhoods. So there's a lot of variety. There's a lot of opportunity. And I just think there's, you know, there's something for everybody in Minneapolis. Um, I don't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you're looking in Minneapolis, like, I just want to make sure that people understand, you know, like there are, you know, I always encourage my buyers to, to drive around and, you know, see, you know, see, okay, is, does this neighborhood give me everything I need? You know, like where are the grocery stores, where are the gas stations, where are the restaurants, where are the parks, all of that stuff. So um, I, you know, and I always say like, I love driving around the city and it's like, you know, finding like new pockets of neighborhoods and like, Oh yeah. It's oh, just yeah. the best. So, um, I think looking- that that's something really great about Minneapolis too, is that you do have all of these, um, these different little, um, gem pocketed areas yes. and each of those areas does also have, you know, there's walkability. There's walkability, which is really great. So, yeah, you know, you would think otherwise, but um, it is definitely not the case. And actually one of the, one of the uh, favorite neighborhoods that I'm going to highlight is one of those little gem neighborhoods. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where it's like, you think you've seen everything that Minneapolis has to offer. And then you like, drive down another street and it's like, oh my gosh, I never knew this was here. Or there's just so much to do and see in Minneapolis and not even from like a residential standpoint, but you know, there's plenty of activities and live music and Mm -hmm. sporting events, all of that. So such, such great stuff to do. Um, I just want to say real quick, I've been here since 2008 um, kind of dating myself a little bit, but yes, I've been here since 2008, um, uh, after college graduation and, 
you know, when I, if I'm traveling and um, I'll give you an example, when I was traveling yesterday and at the airport and, um, you know, bumped into somebody who just sparked up conversation. Cause that's me. We spark up conversation when we're at the airport. Yeah. And, you know, you get on the topic of like, what are your favorite parts of the Twin Cities and yada, yada. And I said, it's so interesting. I've been here since 2008 and I still feel like it's, I still feel like I'm exploring that yeah. there are so many areas, you know, it's, it's not the biggest city by any stretch of the imagination, but there's just still so many different areas. And, you know, if I'm living over on the East Metro and explore, try and explore that area too, sure. you know, it just, sometimes it takes a little bit longer and that's, that is all the more reason why I love living in the Twin Cities and um, love each part of the neighborhoods that we're going to be highlighting for you too. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, what's so great is because I think, and that's why we kind of wanted to do these, this series, because I mean, we're barely going to scratch the surface, but we just wanted to highlight like how. It's like, where do you even begin? Right. (laughs) But, but yeah, but it's like, you know, if somebody's doesn't live in Minnesota, like what can they kind of find in each of these areas? And then too, like, if you live here currently, you know, maybe we are talking about something you hadn't considered, or maybe there is a spot Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I really want to try that out. And this just kind of reinforces that. So hopefully it's helpful to people, but um, from, yeah. a, from a real estate specific standpoint, I did just want to one quick shout out of when you're going through the process of whether you're selling or buying in Minneapolis, um, the city does require a city inspection. So it's called the TISH. It's a truth in sales and housing inspection. And oh, the tish. <laughs> oh, the tish. And really what it is, is it's just to make sure that, you know, it's kind of like a pre-inspection, but it's not necessarily like for, you know, does the, does the dishwasher work and does, you know, it's more the bones of the house of like, okay, does, does the faucet turn off? Is there open mm-hmm. junction boxes? Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. And the one thing they Junction added, boxes? Yeah, like electrical stuff, like oh, okay, light switches gotcha. and stuff. <laughs> um, and the one thing I just did want to make note of that they added last year is an energy efficiency rating. So if you're selling, they do cut a hole in your wall and they'll patch it. But just to be aware of this, like this is just kind of a PSA. Um, they'll cut a hole in your wall to find out how much insulation is in there. And then they'll give you an energy rating score. And so, and that's on all truth in sales and housing, um, in housing reports. So that just is kind of- a great, fun and informative fact. Yeah. I didn't even so, know that. Yeah. I mean, the Tish. I didn't know that part though. They just added it. Um, I believe last summer and it was, you know, it did increase the price. And so that's just something to be aware of. But I think it really, from a buying side, it's really informative because it can kind of totally. tell you like what your energy bill is going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and, and how you can improve that. So, um, yeah, so that's just something to be on the lookout for. So that's just kind of my, my PSA on the real estate side. And that kind of wraps up like the data perspective. Wonderful. So now That's we'll so good. To, to the fun part. Do you want to start? I would be happy to. 
I'd be happy to. So um, just a quick reminder. So we're going to jump into our, between Dean and I, our um, top three favorite aspects, whether that's a restaurant or a business or an attraction. So, <clears throat> I mean, when I say it, this, it, it was really hard to try to narrow down exactly what, you know, because only three, that's really challenging. So um, the first one is Linden Hills area. So when I first started in the real estate arena, um, I had met at this time, a new real estate agent who was kind of actually from the Linden Hills area itself, but okay. um, knew the area really well and was going to be listing a home in that area. And she had invited me actually to come and do door knocking. <laughs> Fun Which is, is fun, right? But you know, it's it's challenging too, um, yeah. in its own respect. But man, this was the first time I had ever actually been into that Linden Hills area, and I was just blown away at first of all the architecture of the homes. Yeah, but I mean, I think we ended up doing the door knocking for hour and a half, two hours all you really need to do and in that two hours got a lot of steps in and um by the end of all of that we actually came up to and and I don't know the area that well but an area where it was just kind of booming like it was the walkability component is really what I'm talking about here so yeah you know it was probably within half a mile of half a mile away from where we had parked our cars and there was grocery stores and um, cute little boutiques. And I'm like, my gosh, this is seriously like a little hidden gem area it really here in is. Minneapolis. And <clears throat> to give frame of reference, um, I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to butcher it. I know I am. But it's a, Linden Hills is a neighborhood in the Southwest community, community of Minneapolis. So it borders up to Bede Makaska. Mm -hmm. and West 36th Street um, to the east by Lake Harriet and then William Berry Parkway. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of a big area, but man, it's just, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. They have some great absolutely places beautiful. over there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, we're, we're, I'm, I'm just scratching the surface, right? Because there's there's restaurants and boutiques that are all over in that area. <clears throat> I know that there's, um, I know that there's like kind of like a well-known grocery store too over there. I can't even remember what it was called, but so Linden Hills, number one for me. Um, number two, <clears throat> and the Linden Hills kind of butts up to Bede Makaska, right? Mm -hmm. So the lakes area. So I, I feel like I'm choosing places because of my emotions around it. So when I had first moved up here to the cities, I just remember traveling through the uptown area over there by which um, was formerly known as Calhoun, mm -hmm. um, Lake Calhoun. And just being like, oh my gosh, this is where I want to live. This is where, of course, everyone wants to wanted to live in the uptown area back in like 2008 to 2000 to 2010, 2011. It was a very but popular like, place everyone to live. and their mother wanted to live there. But 
And I, I actually found myself in the St. Louis Park area for a couple of years and not too far away from where the lakes are. And the walkability here is just incredible. Um, but my, my favorite part, you know, cause you've got the chain of the lakes. So yeah. Lake of the Isles was by far my favorite. My parents would come up and visit and we would go walking around, um, both of the lakes and Lake of the Isles. Again, it's like the, the different homes that are around there are so beautiful, but if you just go like half a block up this way or half a block up this way, you're going to start to get into some of these <clears throat> little communities. Yeah. Um, Kenwood, for instance, kind of butts up to that Lake of the Isles area. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love Kenwood. So beautiful. Yeah. But it's just, you know, I, this is, this is an area, right. But it's also an attraction. People like, um, <clears throat> the twin cities because of our, how fit we are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't matter the time of year, you're going to see people walking outside. Oh yeah. Winter, spring, summer, fall, all the time, all the time walking around. So, you know, the, the exercise and the activity part of our, of that is what I like the most. Okay. Last but not least there, I decided I was going to choose a restaurant <clears throat> and it's actually a restaurant that I was just at probably within the last six months. And that's Demi. And you've been there too. Yes, man. That place is great. And it's hard to choose because there's so many great places in Minneapolis itself, but I, I just love the atmosphere and I'm going to pull up real quick Thank just you. to give our listeners a little what bit of. Go ahead. What, what Gavin Kaysen is doing for food in Minnesota is really incredible. Like he is, yeah, he's a really well-known chef throughout the he's country. And yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. worked in New York city for a really long time. And, and he is funny and sarcastic and just has a great <laughs> attitude. Like even though he's making really delicious food, I think he does mm -hmm. it in an approachable way where it's like not scary to try things. Like I really appreciate his take on food. Well, and Demi itself, you know, I mean, it, it does require reservations. Mm -hmm. um, it, you're not going to just be able to walk in there and it is, it's, it's a little bit more upscale, yeah. uh, but you're going to get, how many portions do you get? I think it's like a seven or eight course meal. Course, yeah. And I think it only seats like 18 or 20 people. And that's why you need a reservation yeah. because it's a very small, small restaurant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and if, um, if now that we're getting into the spring and summer seasons, um, they do have just a, a small amount of outs outdoor seating too. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, otherwise it's, you know, very um, limited capacity and of course, even more limited capacity because of um, COVID restrictions. But, but nonetheless, if you have the opportunity to try, try out this restaurant, it is, it is worth your time. It is worth the money and you are not going to regret it by any stretch of the imagination. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I went with, um, a very close friend of mine and a couple of other individuals that I was just getting to know for that evening. And it was a blast. We had such a great time and um, you know, the chefs are interactive with you too, which makes it even more fun. And the explanations behind, you know, the pairings with each of the courses and <sighs> so, so good. good. So, so good. good. <laughs> 
that's all I've got on my end. You know, again, it's, it was really hard to narrow down and it's going to be very hard to narrow down for all of the different neighborhoods that we, that we dive into, but you know, this is, this is a good start. It's fun. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it just goes to show like how much there is to do in each of these areas, but, um, yeah, it's fun. And I also had a hard time, um, narrowing down three places. So I think for me, so, you know, I didn't live in the cities until my thirties. Like, even though I'm from Minnesota, I went to school up North and then moved directly to Kansas city. And even though my friends lived in Minneapolis and I still have friends that live in Minneapolis, I never actually lived in the city. And so, which is just kind of an interesting thing, but, um, so for me, you know, mine are, I think, some quintessential Minneapolis places. And then just seeing the transformation of Minneapolis, especially from when we didn't live there, is fun. Um, and then just some some more memories. So my top three. Number one, I have to go with Minnehaha Park slash Falls. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the the things that makes Minneapolis Minneapolis. It is super you know there's just so much to do within that park like you think you've seen that whole park and then you talk to somebody and they're like oh have you been to this fall or have you been (laughs) have you gone down this trail and it's like no I didn't know it was there you know they have an off-leash dog park they have the falls obviously they have swimming areas they have the you know the park shelter with the restaurant and sea salt sea salt yes oh my gosh yeah so good yeah and the (laughs) pavilion and there's always somebody you know playing music in the park and yeah it just gives me that really good like it's a good vibe like I don't know there's just something about Minnehaha Falls like anytime I feel like I want to get out of the city a lot of times that's where I'll go. Like I'll just park and walk for a little bit and it just brings you to this place. Like, I don't know. I just, I love that area. So that has to be number one for me. Um, number two is another area and that is the North loop area. So, and I chose North loop because it is, it was a transformation of when we were growing up, it was the warehouse district. (laughs) It was crumbling. It was, it was someplace you really didn't go, you know, Mm -hmm. and coming back to the cities and seeing the, the reinvigoration of that area was just so cool. There's, well, I mean, number one, there's a lot of great condos there. Like if you like showing, going on a condo tour in the North loop is probably one of my favorite things because you just see, you see new construction. Yeah. You know, you see conversions from warehouses into condos, and there's just so many unique properties in that area. Um, but then also, too, the businesses that have really embraced that area and just kind of reimagined it and, you know, reinvigorated it. I just, to me, it shows Minneapolis's ingenuity and willingness to take something that, you know, we could have just left and kept expanding out but they really reinvigorated it and I just I always have a good time when I'm in the north loop like it's it's just a fun place fun place to go um 
And then well, and you're for- gonna you're gonna find so many different restaurants like right there in that restaurant you know, small radius. Hit up a twins game. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, so much you can do, so much. <laughs> um, and then lastly, my third favorite is Ola Arepa in South Ooh. Minneapolis. So if you haven't been, um. Arepas are a, I think it's a Central American like food. It's like a corn fritter that they like make like it's basically like tacos, but it's a corn fritter instead of like a shell. Um, and it was one. Wait, of the what first- is this place called? Ola Arepa. All right, I'm trying to look it up right now, but it's. I- Oh, I'll, I'll I put it in it. the I'll put it in the show notes. It's like right off like Perfect. 40 42nd and Nicollet. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and it's one of the first places we went when we got back to Minnesota. Um Zach was like all about it and we just have a lot of good memories there. Like every time, you know, it's one of those comfort places for us. Like we know mm-hmm. the food's excellent. They really take care of their employees and their staff. They pay a living wage. They do a really good job of sourcing their their ingredients. And it's just a really, it's a really great atmosphere. They have a great patio. They started, they actually started as a food truck and then they opened up a brick and mortar store. <clears throat> and we've supported them through COVID. They did like to go cocktails and food and just just a really, really delicious food scene. So that those are my 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 three favorite places in Minneapolis, which were very hard to choose. But that's just the start. <laughs> that's the tip of the iceberg for us. Oh, I know. I'm checking out this uh, website right now, and um, I'm eager on my end to try this out at some point. Yes, so, I think you would really enjoy great. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's across the street from Pat's Tap, so if you know where that is, um, it's right across the street from there. So, kind of, kind of. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's the the concept of like still feel like I'm exploring the Twin Cities and all the different areas, and um, this just like really gets my mind reeling. Like, oh my gosh, you know, those weekends where you're like, what am I going to do this weekend? Yeah, I could work, or I could go explore, or I could go have. <laughs> have a fun day date in Minneapolis. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, should we dive into our business that we yes. are going to highlight for today? Okay. Yes, you take good. it away. I would love to. Okay. So um, again, very challenging to narrow in, but one of the places, um, and I highly recommend Dina, if you haven't had a chance to get here yet, it's one of those hidden gems. I mean, I swear, I, 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 the first time ever going to this place, <clears throat> and it is an uptown area, um, too. So a lot of walkability around this area. Um, but I, I literally blinked my eye and had passed by it <laughs> because it's just, you can't, you, I mean, it doesn't have like this big extravagant, um, signage out front, sure. um, but the place is called Troubadour Wine Bar. Um, again, it's on Hennepin. So 2827 Hennepin Avenue there in Minneapolis. And, um, one of the, one of the things that I really, first of all, 
love me some wine. And if you want good, fine wine at a reasonable cost, Troubadour, Troubadour Wine Bar is the place to be. They have live music in the evenings. Um, I think, I don't know if it's every single evening, but, you know, kind of like Demi, it's really small, um, kind of intimate atmosphere and limited seating, but the, the decor in there is absolutely stunning. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I met the owner not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and he's the most friendly guy ever. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's one of those places where you walk in and you're like, how the heck did this place make it through COVID? How the heck? And, you know, I, it was one of those places that I supported, they were doing like gift baskets and stuff um, throughout the winter season and for the holidays. And so I myself was one of the people who was supporting and sending these gift baskets to friends and family and um, clients as well. So, but yeah, I mean, it's a really, it's a relaxed atmosphere, but like feels kind of upscale. So I love it. And they've got like small tapas kind of stuff. You're not going to get like um, a big meal by, by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, you've got kind of the tapas um, concept. So yeah. I'm really excited to go. When you sent me that, I was like, like, Ooh, I haven't been here and it's right up my alley. And that is like, you know, like you said, it's like, how did they make it through? And I think that's really why we wanted to highlight some of these businesses because they have made it through, but it doesn't mean that we stop supporting them. Right. Like we want to bring more awareness to these places so they can get more support because it is a lot of work and it's hard. And Mm -hmm. we just want to, we want to see these places stick around for sure. For sure. So I, I want to just wrap up with a quote from, um, Madison Bezinger, who's a food blogger. And this is directly on Troubadour's um, site itself, but it says Troubadour is the best place for wine in the Twin Cities. It's cozy, chic, welcoming, and always a good time. This little wine bar has given me some of the best memories and nights out I've ever had. Oh, I so love that. cool. I agree. I've been in on multiple occasions and had the opportunity to um, try out a widespread of their wines on their menu and uh, pair it with really great cheese platters. You know, this is like literally <laughs> my thing. <laughs> this is like a dream this come every true. Night, every yes. Night. <laughs> yes. Like it's great. It's really great. Highly recommend. Love it. Love it so much. So yeah, that was fun. I loved it. And I'm going to say too, as I was sitting here thinking, like, if you have a, like, let us know, like, what your favorite place is in Minneapolis. And, like, if you live here or if you want to come visit, like, you know, is there something that we not missed? Because, obviously, like, there's just so much to do. But we would love to right. hear, like, what everyone, like, what our listeners' favorite stuff is. Because I think we can just share, you know great places that maybe aren't on like TripAdvisor or something like that. Like what are, you know, what are the locals doing that, Uh you know, we can, we can really share with the world. So I love it. 
love it so much. I love it too. Well, I think it was really great. All of the three different locations that you shared and the three locations I shared, nice diversity there. Yeah. So cool. Well, thanks so much everyone for tuning in and um, until next week, we'll see you then. Thanks. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye. Bye.